Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You are now listening to the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. Yo, that was the new intro for the Overflow Podcast at thisisoutcry.com. I am here with you today for the first podcast of the year. This is Joaquin. I'm here with Jake, who's uh, there across from me. (laughs) Yo, welcome back. Welcome back after a, a crazy new year. No? Maybe. Why was it crazy? I don't know. I just wanted to do the voice and it just kind of fit. Nah. Anyway, this it is just kind of fit like a crazy. This is our New first year. episode of 2017. 2017. We made it. We made it a year, man. We made it a year. Yo, we are two weeks away from celebrating. Is it two weeks? It is two weeks. Yeah, I think it is two weeks. From celebrating our one year anniversary. And then we quit. <laughs> then we're done. That's it. We just wanted to see if we could do it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But seriously. Yeah, nah. We're done. No. Um, anywho, man. So what's up, man? How's the new year? How's the new year been treating you? It's been a struggle. It's been a struggle. <laughs> it's been a real why, struggle. Why, why is it a struggle, dog? Well, oh my goodness. Anyway, uh, well, you know, uh, Cal's been- why, why did I just say dog? I have no idea. That's why I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> You know, Cal's been sick. Cal's been sick. He was well. He was sick. Not right. anymore. He was sick through the New Year. So I spent my New Year while everybody was celebrating and bringing in the New Year. I spent it hovering over the baby and making sure that he was okay. So yeah, man, don't don't hover, man. Don't hover. Yeah, that's that was that was that was my New Year. Don't be a helicopter. <laughs> that was my don't New be a year. helicopter dad. Oh, I'm a I'm a helicopter dad when they're sick. Um, awesome, man. My new, year, my new year's was, uh, how can I put this? A boring. I didn't do nothing, man. I just chilled at the house, ate, ate some food, watched the movie, you know, right. Went to bed. Now the next day I went to my folks house, had, had some, um, alcapurrias, Mom made some alcapurrias, and she made some pasteles. It was very good. So that was my that was my new year. So um, all right, so man, as always, how's your week been at work? Awesome, four day work week. <laughs> it's just been awesome. Was it a four day work week for me? Yes. Oh yeah, not for me. Yes, we had Monday off, so I, I actually you know have to work. Even though it's it's funny because four day work week. And I think everybody was thrown out of whack because our heavy days were light and our light days were heavy. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy. But, 
You know, we're off tomorrow. Tomorrow's our last. No, we're not off tomorrow. But it's already Friday, and that's it. And then we got Snowpocalypse 2, is what they're is hyping it. it. Isn't it three? No, it would be two. How is it two? It's three. How is it three? We had it in 2014, like two years ago. Didn't we have one before that? No, dude. Yeah. Whatever. No. If you call them snowpocalypse, this is whatever. No, man. It's two. The return of the snow. Okay. Winter is coming. Snowpocalypse 2. Electric Boogaloo. Wait. 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 <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, um, as always, we are super excited. We got a bunch of stuff um, uh, coming up down the pipe. Uh, we are ready, almost ready to go. Uh, we just got a few more things to do. But be on the listen out and be on the lookout on the on the on the webpage. This is outcry.com for <laughs> excuse me, Legacy Nights. <laughs> that is kind of our next That's coming. That's coming now. That's coming. That's our next thing. Um we are hoping my hope, my hope is that we uh, launch in February. So we'll see. Yeah, that's mine also. Well, my so, hope was that we launched in January. in January, and that's not happening, right? But yeah, I mean, but, we've, we've uh, it's it's been a thing. The, the thing we're doing, you know, for if anyone, if you've ever done any kind of events or any kind of, especially ministry type stuff, it's always, it's always, um, you always want to find the right place. You don't want to just use any place, uh, even though that's how you feel sometimes. Uh, you just want to make sure you, you find the right place that's going to work with you. Correct. Uh, because if they don't work with you, then problems arise so uh with that being said uh jay did you go see rogue one saw it you said you saw it right i saw it i saw it and, um, all right so listen from here on out spoilers if you have <laughs> not seen rogue one um and if you haven't shame on you because you've had plenty of time so what you think oh it's freaking amazing it was amazing. Care, to, care to elaborate it was um it was just Man, I, it's like I'm at a loss for words now because, you know, we're from that generation after Star Wars came out in the movies, right? So, because we were too young. I remember seeing Star Wars in the theater. Do you? Yeah. The first one or the second one? The first one. Really? That's, really? that's, that's where the, I was two. I was two. Two or three. Yeah, you're a liar. Anyway. How so, am I a liar? I was born in 75. No. Uh, that, that it came re- out in 77. That, that you remember. I swear I remember. <laughs> no, I swear don't. I remember. I swear I I call swear. shenanigans. Um, you got to come up with your own words. You can't use mine <laughs> against, against me. I swear on your mother's life that Garbage. I remember. Garbage. No, you don't. Garbage. All right. That's fine. Who'd you go see it with? I would have gone with my parents. No. I... Your parents will not take you to a movie theater at no two or three years old. You don't know my parents. Do <laughs> <laughs> I thought you knew them. <laughs> yeah, they would. Anyway, I did it. <coughs> All right. I well, did you want to seen it because your mom don't believe it going to the movies. No, but my dad does. Oh, <laughs> my dad did. <laughs> That's how I went to see Superman. Um. Anyway, so you know, saw it on TV, but then saw it on saw it on on VHS. Right, because that's that's how old we are. But um, beta. This movie actually, we had one of those too. <laughs> this movie was it was phenomenal. Like it was great. Ah, it was it, it was I amazing. It. The, and 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 the fact that it was a a standalone movie, right? It just it 
it put everything together perfectly. Like you watch right. that movie, if you're a Star Wars fan and you watched you watched Rogue One, like you had a lot of ah moments. Right, it was like, right. Ah, ah, that, oh, that makes sense. Oh, there it is. Right, cause, oh, that's why it was. Yeah, because it connected. Rogue One connects to uh, A New Hope, which is episode four, which is the very first Star Wars um, that came out in 77. So, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah was, the, was, the movie. Was listen, it was. I'll tell you what. I, I, I will say this. Like, A Force Awakens brought for me brought back the nostalgia of star wars right you know yes, what i'm it, saying like, yes, it, it like, like watching there was a lot of a, of the force awakens that that mirrored mirrored, that mirrored star, wars. star wars um a new hope a new hope so it, it was very it was a very nostalgic um viewing of that movie rogue one was just i mean it was so exciting because it gave you uh for those of you that <clears throat> Are not nerds, uh, like <laughs> like we are, like we are apparently. Um, wrote what wrote you know in in Star Wars, it's all about getting the plans to the rebellion. That shows the rebellion how to destroy the Death Star, right? So that's a New Hope. That's Star Wars. <coughs> Excuse yeah, me, man. I can't get I can't so get weird. out this cold. Uh, Rogue One shows us how the rebellion got a hold. Of those plans. Of those plans, yeah. You know, and I thought it was great. Uh, the only thing that I did not like about the movie Uh-oh. for me was the Uh-oh. ending where everyone freaking dies. Well, like everyone. Like all, like, like you go on this adventure with these characters and none of them make it out alive. But they had to die. I'm not saying like, that's. No, they I didn't. Mean, they could have gone on a transport ship and just disappeared. Went on the run, you know, because then you could do another movie of them running away from the. Anyway, they had to die. Dude. <sighs> they had to die. Right. They had to be martyrs no, and heroes. No one has to die. But son, no one has son, to die. Son, no yo, one has to die. son, yo, 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 yo. That means I in Spanish. Vader. That's <laughs> so scary. Vader, right? When it was Such all dark, a bad man. When it was all dark, and then you just saw his lightsaber go on. And it illuminated everything. And people just started running. Oh, my God. It's like Vader. He's one bad mother. Hush your mouth. I just talk about Vader. <laughs> I mean, yes. like Vader was not in the movie for long. You know, he only had a few scenes. But the few scenes he was in. But the in scenes that he was in. Was just about it. bananas. <clears throat> it was great. I loved it. I loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Cannot wait. Now, uh, as always, we always got... You know, movies and shows or something that we want to talk about, want to kind of share with you guys to be on the lookout for. Uh, today, it's not a movie. It's not a movie. But it is a new TV show that will be premiering in the next uh, month or so, I next think. Next month, in February. Next yeah. month. Uh, what's it called, Jay? It's called Powerless. And what's it about? It's about the citizens of... <laughs> they don't even mention it, right? I'm thinking now. Is yeah, it Metropolis? Really, they, is it Gotham? Is they, it don't, they don't mention somewhere? the city. But it's based in the DC Universe... Right, it's based in the DC universe, and it has Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa Hudgens is like the like the, main, the main star attraction, and um, and it's got the kid from uh, Community, from Community, <clears throat> and the one guy from Dodgeball. <laughs> it's like we don't know names <laughs> except for Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> but anyway, 
Yeah, he was the pirate in Dodgeball. Yes. <laughs> Al- Alan Tudyk, I think is his name. I think that's who that is. If you say and so. it's got the ukulele girl from Scrubs. That, that's right. That, that's right, that, the ukulele girl. That, got, uh, that married, um, what's his name? That guy. But listen, yes. so the premise of this, like, they changed it, right? When it was first put out there a couple months ago, I think we did talk about it a couple months ago, um, a few episodes ago. It started out as it was a, a assurance, an insurance adjustment, company, right? right? Or an insurance company, you know, insuring people for like the collateral damage that caused su- by superheroes. That super, you know, caused by superheroes, right? Based <coughs> based after Man of Steel, right? But now it seems like they changed it to it's like some new department of Wayne Tech Industries where they come up with. <coughs> Technologies or things to protect people from the collateral damage caused by right. superheroes. Now, you know, just thinking about it, actually, that makes sense. It makes sense that that's a division of Wayne Tech. <laughs> right? So, like, because in, in your mind, you can imagine that, you know, Bruce Wayne is keeping an eye out on all these different things these people are coming up with. That he's, that, and that, that, he that takes, he's a part of. That he'll, that he'll take some of them for when he's out crime fighting himself. Yeah. I mean, that's how, that's, that's how it is with, with, with Lucius Fox. Right, creating all this stuff, all this military A&R um, stuff, yeah. and him yeah. taking for himself. So, but it's it's gonna be interesting because I, they don't, as far as I know, as far as I've read, they don't, they're not gonna show any like A list superheroes, but it'll be a lot of name dropping. Right, it seems like they do name check, you know, like everybody. They do name check some of the bigger heroes, but. The heroes that actually appear will be some of the more C-list kind of C-list, D-list <laughs> heroes, you know. villains, whatever. But like they they will like in the in the trailer we 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 already we heard Superman, Wonder Woman, and Aquaman, right, right. So and of course you know it's at Wayne, it's Wayne at, Industries. So it's at one so. of Wayne Industries uh, subsidiaries. So I'm sure Batman will get oh, get named all over at the some place. Point. I my, just my, my whole, thing is will they show? Will somebody <laughs> show up as Bruce Wayne? Well, this is this con- no, it's not because they don't connect the movies to the TVs to the TV shows. But will will it be a part of? Because Jeff Johns, I didn't tell you this. Jeff Johns tweeted the other day. You know, we've got all these movies, the DC, you know, I mean TV shows, and mentioned like the CW shows, mentioned Gotham in the same one, right? And then and then like even hinted that a brand new one is coming soon, right? So I'm not sure if it's powerless. Or maybe like some other show is coming. I think they should do like a Plastic Man comedy action show. <laughs> See, i i would want I would want them I would want them to do a. Uh, they need to do a, a a someone from the bat from the you know the the Gotham family you know from Batman family. I mean, you got Supergirl connected to Superman, right? Um. You know they need a they need you know if not a Nightwing I mean come on give us Red Robin or nah they need to do or uh, Red Hood or Red Hood you know but give us somebody that's connected to to the Bat family I'm thinking did is Titans completely gone Yeah I think I think that did they dropped yeah, that Yeah I think that got dropped You know what I wish they would drop and it's going <laughs> to it's going to surprise people coming from me I wish they would drop Krypton 
Oh, that hasn't even come out yet. No, but that's it's it's still being worked on. Like they haven't. They, yeah, you know that doesn't really like like I, I, it takes place on Krypton before and, it blows up. Like yeah, and, and as as big of a Superman fan I am as I am, I have no interest in that in that show. It's it's on that side. Yeah, <laughs> like no interest at all whatsoever in that show. It's like yo, we're gonna do a show about Krypton way before like Superman is born or you know the planet explodes. It's supposed to be like. I think the the main protagonist is like Superman's great grandfather, right? Or like, oh, come on, like get yeah. out of here with that! No, no, I want to see, I want to see a a uh, someone from the Bat family, uh, or even Nightwing. Like, it doesn't matter because it, since the shows aren't connected to the the universe, the movie universe, yeah, they've already shown that they're willing to. I mean, they're willing to have Superman show up in Supergirl, even though he's if, in the movies. If if it's Nightwing. If it's Nightwing, oh my God, forget about it. If it's Nightwing, then we don't need Arrow anymore. <laughs> well, could you imagine though? Because Nightwing, the way Nightwing would interact with Arrow, that would be that would be awesome. Because Nightwing would be like, dude, like I was trained by the freaking right. best, right? <laughs> you know the guy you're trying to be. That's the guy that. That's the guy me. that trained Calm me. <laughs> you know, I'll punch you in the face. <laughs> I mean, or, or even go crazy, do like uh okay, this I'm this one is way out of like left field. But even if you do like um Damien is a little older, just make him older where he's kind of doing his own thing away from his dad. Now, Damien That is way out of left field. Right? right? But, because but you're gonna you have, but you're you gonna can't have, tell me you're gonna have Gotham, you know, uh, the young Bruce Wayne but Gotham, growing up to be whatever. But Gotham, and then you're gonna have his son in like some future. Yeah, but Gotham movie. isn't isn't tied into that, show. But Gotham isn't tied into the CW universe. But it is. But it's not. It's not it's but not it part is. it's not part of that. It's not part <laughs> of that kind it's only is because it's a DC property. That's true. That's the only but, reason it's tied in. But it has nothing like there's nothing in Gotham that crosses over into the CW universe. It's so funny, CW universe. Funny you that know, they're the ones that took off with it. So you know, there you are could, a lot of a lot of DC shows because there's there's Lucifer, there's Preacher, there's I Zombie. I Zombie. Yeah, a lot of DC shows yeah. on TV, like all over the place. So yeah. So, so if you bring, so if you could bring, if you bring like a Damien, who's a hothead, so imagine him like facing off against Arrow, you could kind of do your own stories with him, so you're not necessarily tied, you, you can tie it into the myth, yeah, to the mythology. He, he can't face off with Arrow. He'd kill him. Yeah, exactly. That's why it would be awesome, because we don't care, because we know Arrow has killed and would kill. Yeah, yeah, but that'll be, <laughs> you, want, you want to end the show Arrow, have a face-off with Nah, Damien. because remember, he's got he's to fit within that within that universe. Yeah, and but he'll kill him. He'll Damien, kill him. Damien was trained by the League of Assassins, so was, so was Arrow. He, he'll, he'll kill him. Damien so. was trained by, by Ra's al Ghul himself. Arrow wasn't. Ah, uh, that's not. You know, he's, he's the, he's, he's. He's the grandson of the dragon. He's the nah, heir to the, he's would, the, he heir would, to the he, throne. You could do it where he would kill him. You're, <laughs> you're being silly. Well, yeah. Yeah, you, you would do it what, the, the same way they control him in the comics where, you know, justice, not vengeance. Because that's the mantra that, that Batman's been trying to teach him. This is about justice, not vengeance. So he's like, right when he's going to make that killing blow, he'll stop. Okay, father, I, I kept my promise. <laughs> justice, not vengeance. <laughs> I mean, which is the same. That's the same arc that... Thank Batman for your life. That's the same arc that Arrow's been following. 
It's yeah, but even though his last season, he's been killing some folks. Yeah, he's been killing people again. But he's had to. They've been a little more. Um, they haven't been as uh, you know, like they've been. He's had to kill them. It wasn't just him going around killing people because they failed the city. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> so no, that's true. That's and now true. and all and hey, and all those shows are returning around the <sighs> next week, week after next. Thank so. goodness because it's been so boring. <laughs> I just been catching up on shows like The Strain and yeah, I don't watch and all that. that stuff. I don't watch that. So it's um, been so boring. I've so, been trying to get into new shows, but <sighs> poor poor standings, poor standings. But yeah, so we got that coming up. I don't know, man. There's some good stuff that I've been watching. Anyway, uh, there was there was an article. There was a couple of things, uh, articles that we read this week that we just kind of wanted to highlight uh, for you guys and share. So we'll let. Jay which go which with one are we touching one. on first? Well, we're going to start with that one first. start with this one. All right, yeah. so a couple of weeks ago, um, BuzzFeed decided to attack Chip and Joanna Gaines from their show Fixer Upper on HGTV. If you ever seen the show, you know that they're like the most lovable couple on TV, right? Um, so apparently somebody from BuzzFeed they know what church they go to. They know the stance that the pastor of this church, as a church, has against homosexuality, so decided to attack Chip and Joanna Gaines, right? They stay quiet throughout this whole thing. They stay quiet. They didn't and, put anything and more out. more specifically, it was gay marriage, I think. Was it, was, it, it was. Wasn't it? No, it was both. It was just homosexuality and gay marriage, right? So... They stay quiet. No retaliation. No attacks. No nothing. As a matter of fact, I think we we stated that Chip tweeted, you know, just pray about the situation, you know, don't attack them. Like, he was really, really cool about it. So, a new article came out now, um, it was on churchleaders.com, where they finally spoke up, right? They finally spoke up and... On their on their blog or was it just Chip's blog? Um, I think it was just Chip's. I think it was Chip's blog. Um, right, it was just Chip's blog, right? And they said that they were interested in interested in building bridges and not continue having conversations that put people against each other and, of course, put people against you know their beliefs, put people against God. So. A direct quote, Chip says, Joe and I feel called to be bridge builders. We want to help initiate conversations between people that don't think alike, right? And um, and I think that's dope, right? He also says, operating with a love so real and true that you are willing to roll up your sleeves and work alongside the very people that are most unlike you, right? And that, that's, you know, that's the gospel. That's the gospel, you know. Building relationships, showing people the like. I think we we talked about it this last. We talked about this the last time about, or I think we talked about talking about it, like about showing the difference between people that follow Christ and people that don't. Right, you will know them by the love they have for you. Right, you will know that they're my disciples by 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 their love. So, like I, I applaud them for like not coming out and saying, leave us alone, why, you know, whatever, for not attacking back or not retaliating, telling people to leave it alone, and then coming back now after so long, right, and still speaking out in love 
without casting any stones, casting any blame, without showing any anger or anything. I, that, I think that was... So you would say the, that's, the, that's, the that's only a, stones they cast are the ones on the walkways that they build. That's a lot better than, than what I would do. I mean... Of course it is. You know, I mean, I, I did the rant for them. Because <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just so tired. I'm just so tired. Tired of what? I'm tired of... Of people doing what Jesus said they would do? No, 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 no. I'm tired of of people like just looking for anything or any way to do what Jesus said people would do, right? So, it's okay, like, so you're tired of people doing no, but no, listen, listen. What, what Jesus said they would no, do. What like, I would understand is like if they attacked, if they if they were attacked for something they specifically did or said or whatever, then okay, you know whatever. But it's like oh, they go to this church. The pastor thinks this, so they are evil too. We're gonna attack them, yo, dude. Be a man. Attack the pastor, right? Go head to head with the pastor, yeah, right? The that's what you have an issue. That's what you have an issue with. Then go, go and, and attack the it's pastor. Buzzfeed. It's Buzzfeed. The pastor isn't famous. Buzzfeed. So, so they're not. They're not gonna go after the. I mean, joke of a news source. I just think it's funny. I, I, I think it's funny that I always find the reactions to be funnier than the actual original articles or anything because you know it's funny how you know people just get mad and and like you know you're like i'm tired and oh and i'm just like well you know i you know is it um you know is it i mean is it anything to be surprised about it i mean it, it is what it is at the the at the end of the day it's all about how you how you respond uh to these things and i think that they you know they did it right. They just kept their mouth shut. They let the kind of the brew, the kind of the storm for those couple of days just kind of blow over. Um, and the thing wasn't going to have legs anyway when when people didn't latch onto the article. Like I, I guess this guy probably thought people would latch onto it. Of course, you know. Of course, um, of course so, he did. So because it didn't, it didn't because it didn't grow those legs, right? Um. You know, it just died down, and they just came in and said, "Look, whatever." Me, he's you know, because Chip also go, you know, he talks about you know, me and my wife disagree on things. You know, <laughs> big deal. Like you know, we 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 still work together. We I, I still think, live I together. Think the great thing about well, all, all this is. is that like like non-believers came up to their defense, right, and 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 attacked the um, the author of the article. So yeah, yeah, you're right. But um, what's next? What you got? All right. So that the other the other thing we had was another article that you actually sent. Um, and it was on ABC News. Uh, and the title of the article is um, "Evidence Noah's Biblical Flood Happened," says Robert Ballard. Robert. Ballard. So Robert Ballard is the guy that found the Titanic. Yes. You know, and, so and, he's got he's got some chops on him, right? So he's got he's got some some credibility, <laughs> and so um, I I thought you know the articles I thought the article was really interesting because it talks about you know uh, other you know all these cultures, all these civilizations have had these <clears throat> have these kind of flood flood story, you know flood uh, stories and or mythologies or whatever you want to call them and. <clears throat> Uh, you know, so he just thought, well, you know, let's let's you know let's look to see, because I don't think he necessarily set out. If I don't, and I might and I might uh, might not be remembering right, but I don't think he necessarily he didn't necessarily set out to prove 
that Noah did happen. He just set out to see if a flood did happen. Right. Because there's so many stories of, of so many flood stories in all these different civilizations that are very similar. So he was like, well, let's, you know, maybe there's something there. Right. Because people come up with stories as ways to deal with, uh, you know, with trauma, right. With traumatic, you know, things that happen. I guess a big flood would be a very traumatic thing to happen. So it just talks about how he went to the Black Sea and the Black Sea. Yeah. Yeah. And they just started um, exploring. They actually found a shoreline, what appears to be a shoreline. They found, um, <clears throat> you know, they've been finding, you know, artifacts and and things that go back to the age of Noah, like to the time of Noah. You know, that go back uh, the f- ten thousand years, I think, is what it what it was. And so he says, you know, look, it's interesting. He says, hey, there's something. There's, yeah, because looks like there's something there. Because because of the lack of evidence, right? Because of the lack of evidence, because there's really only evidence of this flood in the Bible and then in other mythologies and stories of other countries, of other places, like you said, right? A lot of people, you know, they denounce that. Like, that's 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 just a story. That didn't really happen. Like, there's no evidence, so it didn't really happen. But now, this dude who, like you said, he's got some legs, he's got some credibility, because that's, that's, that's his strength. He finds... He finds the things that are missing or that are lost underwater. So he found these like shorelines that date way back in the day and evidence of like, I think I read somewhere, not this article, but another one of the possibility that <laughs> I laugh because I, 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 what I'm about to say that, that, that I read in the article, I've been asking this question, but I, obviously to the wrong people because I don't know this guy for years um, that there was evidence of like a polar melting like a polar meltdown like an ice cap melting that that could also bring strength to the fact that that whole area was flooded right right so like because I've always even as a kid when I was in school and I learned about the um, what is it ice age Right. right. It's like, was it really an ice age or was that just the flood? And, you know, because of whatever people just said, well, it must have been like ice took over the world. And it was like, oh, was it ice or was it the flood? Why, 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 why can't it, why can't it be the flood? Because Russian water will move boulders. Russian water will move like, you know. And, me- and melting water <laughs> right? that, that comes at you in a lot of melting water. Right. You know, if, and if, also, if, 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 if the Colorado River built, the Grand Canyon, then why is it like so hard to believe that this happened? But um, yeah, I got that article actually from Junior. It's like, oh. Hey, check this out. Like, oh, hey, like the the nerd in me just yeah. So I thought up. I thought it was a very it's very cool. It's always interesting when you kind of see archaeology tying certain aspects of um, or showing certain things of the Bible. <laughs> you know, kind of placing, um, you know, placing some things, placing where some cities have been and, and yeah. were and, and that kind of thing. So it's very, very, very cool. So, yeah, so the Noah's Ark thing, the, you know, they found seashells that carbon dated back to the time uh, of, of when Noah's, the flood would have happened. <coughs> so that is uh, very yeah. cool. If you're interested in that, just do a search for 
evidence of the great flood or evidence of Noah's flood. Yeah. Right. And um, you and can read yeah. a couple of articles. Yeah, you should be able to find uh, something recent here. Uh, and then the last thing. Hold on a second. Let's see. Oh, here we go. Uh, the last thing. Last article actually comes from me. Ha, ha, ha. It was one that I kind of had, uh, had read uh, a week or so back. And uh, I just thought it was really interesting. Apparently, some Canadian researchers um, conducted a study of mainline uh, Protestant churches. And so those are uh, Anglican, Presbyterian, Uniting, which I'm not sure what that, what that is, and Evangelical Lutheran, um, which even they labeled the liberal denomination as opposed to the Confessional Lutheran Church of Canada, uh, comparing traits in congregations that were growing and those that are not. They found that congregations that were theologically conservative are growing, and those that are theologically liberal are not. And so I just thought it was um, it was very interesting because, uh, and one of the things they kind of they point out here is that um, this at least shows that orthodox theology is not an obstacle to growth as, some, uh, as has sometimes been uh, implied. So, you know, what is, so what does that mean? So what that basically what that means is that conservative theology isn't what isn't necessarily what stops churches from growing. So what is conservative theology? Conservative theology is, um, you know, where you teach about heaven and hell. Jesus is the only way uh, to salvation. Like you know that kind of main. Uh, as a believer, you know what that is, right? Um, when when liberal theology will be considered things where you don't. You know, oh well, hell is here on earth. You know, there's no, there's no hell, or you know, uh, all paths ultimately lead to God. Right. Oh. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> Jay's favorite. Um, <laughs> so it's interesting because as, as me and Jerry are, are looking, as as I'm helping Jay with with this church plant, um, in the next couple of years, you know, those are questions that you ask yourself. It's like how conservative. Theologically, do we want to be right? Right. Um, maybe, maybe, okay, and, I, and I say those are questions that are posed not necessarily in the way I did it, but you think about these things, you know, because you, especially with me and Jay, you know, we grew up in churches, you know, um, you know, I grew up in Baptist, I grew up in Southern Baptist churches, living living here in the South, and um, and yeah. so it's always like and I grew up Pentecostal, and it's always like how do <laughs> you like, right the two very Different extremes. Uh, different, different, different <clears throat> extremes. Um, it's so, it's so. It, you you wonder. Well, you know, do we do we not want? Do we want to not emphasize? I won't say emphasize. Uh, do we maybe not want to do a whole lot of stuff on hell? No. Do we want right? to water down the you know do we, our, do we the wanna, gospel or the messages or whatever? You know, do we want to keep service? it love, love, love? And yeah, there's a hell, but love, love, love. Right. So yeah. like. And it's just like, you know, what's interesting is that is that the study's saying, look, you know, it's so ultimately it's not the theology, right? It's not the conservative theology that's causing churches not to grow. Right? So it means there's something else. If a church is conservative, if a church is theologically conservative, but it's dying or not growing, then then what this study is showing is, you know what, maybe it's it's not maybe it's not the theology. Maybe there's something else. And mm-hmm. in a different article I had read. <coughs> Excuse me. One of the things they said was, you know, the, the the thing with the churches that teach about heaven and hell and uh, that that kind of conservative theology is that 
the the members that go there tend to have uh, more of a desire and a drive to tell people about Jesus because they don't want to see people go to hell. Where, which is you know, they how want it should be. They want people. They want people to <laughs> you know not to go to hell. They want people to know Jesus. Whereas the churches that are uh, liberal theologically, where they're you know the all paths, God loves you just how you are, whatever. Don't have you don't have to change for God, mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing. Um, uh, there's no urgency. Well, yeah. if God loves you just the way you are, if if hell is just you know here on earth, and all paths ultimately lead to God, there's no urgency. Right, because this is what we what 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 we stated before we started the podcast. I mean. To gain salvation, then you have to be saved. Saved from what? Right? The Bible, for us, you have to be saved from hell. Right? Because hell wasn't created for us. So we we gain salvation because we are being saved from going to hell. So if you're not, if if there's no hell in your theology, or there's no no punishment, right? Because love wins, right? Then what are you being saved from? What salvation are you gaining from Jesus? Right. Right. If it's just an I'm sorry, Jesus knows that I'm a sinner, he loves me as I am, there's no growth, there's no there's no reconciliation, there's no redemption, there's no I'm looking for a word and I'm saying all these other words. Right? <laughs> right? There's no repentance, right? There's no repentance, right. then then what's it all for? Right? What's it all for? There's no urgency. It's like when um in, when we talked about Penn and Teller, right? How he He's an atheist, but he appreciated the Christian for reaching out to him because, you know, if you believe in hell so much, right. you believe you, in heaven and hell, then how much must you hate me to not warn me, to right. not to warn not, me to not about tell hell me about it, right. and keep me, to you know, to try to keep me out of hell, right? So, right. dude. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so I just thought, I just thought it was a very interesting article. You know, if you look up, uh, you know, research on churches and now they did have they did say you know they didn't some churches are not included like your non-denominational southern baptist kind of evangelical churches even though those churches uh they said have kind of they've kind of stagnated which means they're not growing but, but they're, they're not they're, they're also not, not losing you know they're not losing so you know it's just it's a you know for 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 us it's just you know as, as we think about you know, we, we always think about, you know, ministry stuff and, and all these ideas we have in our heads. It's always just a, uh, you know, these kinds of studies are, are always really, really interesting uh, to see that, um, okay, you know, we're not on the wrong, we're not on the wrong path. We just have to, you just have to make sure that everything that surrounds the conservative theology or anything that surrounds the theology isn't, isn't the legalism or the stuff that's going to drive. So it's not the conservative theology that drives people away. It's probably like the legalism that drives people away. Exactly. Or the non-love and legalism, as we mentioned before, can be found in any church, in any denomination. So, uh, all right, man. So we're there. Uh, what's the song for the day? Cause you picked it out. The song for today is come alive by Lauren Daigle. I, um, I just discovered her acoustic music, right? Her unplugged music on YouTube because I saw her on on TV. 
<laughs> I uh-huh. saw her on TV like perform live, right? And I'm like, if she sounds like that live, then dude, I gotta I gotta like look up some more live stuff. And this song, I wanted it for today because like I mean I love I, I love her voice and I love the words of the song and I think it'll I think it connects with what with what we're teaching later. So all right. Lauren Daigle, come alive. So here we go.
awesome. Awesome. Come Alive, Dry Bones, Lauren Daigle. If you haven't gotten her album yet, do yourself a favor and pick that up. Funny story about her album. But I think I told you this. I had her album on, well, in my house for about two years without knowing <laughs> without knowing who she was or what it was. I got it at, um, at, at Creation Fest. I don't remember which one. And I had it there because, you know, it was a CD and who really uses CDs anymore? But I never listened to it. And then I saw it there. I was like, you know what? Let me pop this baby over there put it in my CD player. Check it out. You know, put it in the CD player in the car. And I was like, oh, I love this. And then Magda got in the car. I was like, oh, I heard that song on The Fish. It's like, what, really? They play this music on The Fish? <laughs> it's like two years, like two years sitting there. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, a, really, it's a really good album. It's shit I grew up in saying. Yeah. Like when we were watching uh, some of these videos earlier, I mean, if her and the girl from Hillsong United would do a duet, Oh, forget about it. It'd be my bananas. ears would melt. <laughs> and it doesn't even have to be a new song. No. It like be, they just did like a you know like a cover. Well, she did a cover of Oceans, so forget about it. You it, know, it'd so be, if it'd they could be do crazy. a cover of Oceans, do like a medley of Oceans and uh, Touch the Sky, <laughs> that would be it. That would be it. Jesus would come back. He'd be like, I've had enough. <laughs> That's is it. That's my thing. This song. is it. That would be the trumpets. <laughs> right. So we're kicking off. Um, we're kicking off our series this month. You know, it's 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 New Year's, right? So it is. Everybody, well, not everybody, because not me, but the majority of people for New Year's, the tradition is to make New Year's resolutions. Correct. Right? Did, did, did did you make one? Um, I'm not gonna. I don't know. I I guess technically you could say they were. You know, where um, I was telling you earlier. You know, I was going to try to listen to a different podcast every day. Right. You know, start start journaling a little more. Just kind of get my well my stuff. So maybe that's like a like a resolution. But I mean, I didn't I didn't go like this is what I resolved. This to is do. My, re- my resolution. Yeah, it was more like a, you know what I I think I want to make some you know some little changes. And these are some some ways to kind of start making those okay. little changes. Well, then I guess then I'm with you. Like I didn't also. Didn't like come on and say, well, my New Year's resolution for 2017 is blah, right? But I did, I did start like you know like Bible reading plans. Like I'm on two reading plans: and one in the morning and one in the one in the evening, right? <laughs> and then, um, and then the whole learning Polish, right? So, yeah. But everybody, every no, no, that's that's the thing for for New Year's, right. and hopefully we won't do this, but. For the most part, like in the first in the first thirty days, people break their resolutions, right? It usually before, because they say it takes thirty days to develop a habit, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, and the bulk of that is weight loss or exercise and whatever. Right. Like I stopped making those resolutions years ago. Forget about no, it. I need, I need, I need a little more motivation, right? Just, so, <laughs> so in, in, in honor of New Year's and in honor of January, right? With the whole. New Year, New Me, the memes and the images that we see all the time now that those things have become a thing, right? So we decided to do a series, a New New Year, New Me series, but not on anything like physical changes, right? Right. It's more spiritual changes. So for today, Correct. for today, we're doing 
New Year, New Me, week one is on a new way of thinking based off of Romans 12.2. Ooh. Right? Romans 12.2 says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Right? So the kicker out of that or the takeaway from that is don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. So spiritually speaking, or in you know, in, in this walk of faith that we have, you know, the mind or the changing of the mind or having a new mind is very, very important. Correct. Why 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 do you think that is, Kino? Well, I think it's important. Because you just said it was important. <laughs> hey, hey, I like that answer. So continue. <laughs> no, I mean it's no, it's it's anything. It's like one of the things that um, uh, you know, I think I've I've mentioned this, but I tend to be very self-deprecating, right? In 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 uh, my humor or whatever. Um, but the 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 problem that I have, right, with my self-deprecation is, um, I tend to take it from being funny. To really just being mean to myself, yeah, right. So my my thought process tends, to, you know, you know, um, from you know making a funny joke about maybe you know that I'm a big guy, to in 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 my mind process or in my mind it's like, well, you know, you're, you know, uh, that's why that's why no one will love you or that's why, you know. So I so my mind is, is you know, I I I tell myself, right. Um, not funny things, <laughs> right? But like these really like mean, negative things about myself. And so you basically kill yourself. So in I, yeah, you know, yeah. So I kill myself. I slap. I don't kill myself. I slap myself around. Um, I I bully myself in my. That's why bullies <laughs> never bothered me. I'm the biggest bully there is to myself. <laughs> um, so yeah. So when we're talking about kind of that transformation of the mind, it's. It's an even little things that how we how we speak to ourselves or how we think about ourselves, because hopefully, and this is the you know, and this is something I've been going really improving right the last what maybe year year and a half now. Well, I, I struggle with it, but I've slowly slowly been that's slowly been you know transforming right where it's when you go from seeing yourself in the flesh. Mm-hmm. To seeing how God sees you in the spirit, correct. You know, and how He created you. So, right. so then you say, "Well, I'm, you know, I'm stupid, right? That's how I see myself." But then, if I go see myself through, through God's eyes, it's like I'm created with purpose, mm-hmm. you know, or I'm worthless. I mean, that <laughs> works better. I'm worthless, but through God's eyes, and this happens with the transformation when you start transforming your mind it's what god no you're not worthless god made you with purpose yeah you know if if we break that down like the renewal of your mind then we can we can come to the conclusion that you know when we come into the faith or we or we start walking after god or or seeking god then like our entire thought process right right how, and everything. How, how, how we think about ourselves how we think about other Others, people yeah. how we think about the world right you know situations right all of that has to be renewed right because it's not like you 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 you, you gave an example of what you think of yourself and, and the way you 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 attack yourself but you know what about 
what we think of other people, <laughs> right? Oh, no, well, this person sucks, or that person, oh, that's why I don't deal. Yet, yet, right, if we ought to be Christ-like, then, you know, God is love. God gave his son for everyone, right? You reach out to everybody, whether you like right. it. It's like, like when... um. We were in New York, and I and I and I preached my old church in New York because, like, you know, God doesn't care about your feelings, right? Right. He doesn't care about your feelings. He doesn't care about your feelings uh, about this person or that person or this situation or that situation, right? God cares about you reflecting His love to everyone, correct? Right? And that that has to be, you know, that comes through a change of our thought processes, right? And and that's always funny because that's an example of that too is um so like you're right. So my example was. Was uh, kind of self thought, right? Right, because because there, there are you know, and and I use that example because that's I mean that's what I go through. I mean you know, like when when it comes to other people, I don't have those you know I don't tend to have those kind of thoughts about other people. I tend mm-hmm. to give pe- try to give people benefit. I mean, and you know, Jay can testify because there's there's been times where I'm like, oh, we should you know we should talk to this person or we should do something, and Jay's like, I don't want to talk, I don't want to talk to him. You know, yeah, so that's that's more so, my thing. So that's Jay's thing, right? <laughs> I just kind of put them out there, um, but um, I lost my train of thought. Oh, see, this is why you don't joke too much. Um, my example is about me. It can be about it can be about other things, and I just I, you know honestly I lost my train of thought. So right, just well, continue. Well, I, have no idea. I have I was going somewhere <laughs> and I got derailed like the subway train in New York. <laughs> Basically, you know. When it says, you know, do not be conformed, to be conformed is exactly what the word says. To be conformed is to do what everybody else does, act the way everybody else acts, speak the way everyone else speaks, right? But what Paul is telling us is not to do that, right, but to be transformed by renewing our thought processes. Like, um, it's in Philippians 4, Philippians 4, 8 and 9 where it says everything that's good, everything that's honest, everything that's pure, everything that's love, you know, think on these things. Right. Right? So it's 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 changing our thought process. It's 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 you not hating yourself. Me not hating people. Not hating others. Right? That's why me and Jay work so well together. Right? Not, not, he tells me not to hate myself. I tell him not to hate people. Not, not to hate on others, right? But to, like, speak. Speak love into them. Speak God. Like, like, like speak into them and speak into yourself, like the identity of God in them. Right. Right. So, you know. Right. And, and the thing is, 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 you know, when we're talking about, you know, being conformed, you know, uh, when Christ, when Christ saves you, when, when you accept his sacrifice and you're saved, um, it's a tricky thing, right? It doesn't mean, you know, because, and I say this because this is something that Jay will laugh about because we always joke about, uh, <laughs> you know, um, like rappers, um, like rappers will get saved, and you look at them sometimes. And you're like, man, they still look the same. Like I don't see where where they they've changed at all. Right? Why are they still mean mugging? Right? But throwing up so, gang signs. So well, I don't know about the gang signs. I don't know what rappers you're looking at is throwing <laughs> up gang signs. But you know, but my thing with with this is like you know that doesn't mean yeah. Listen, if I don't necessarily, ha- I'm not a smiley face guy. Like neither is Jay. Right? So if you look at us. You know, we tend to kind of we tend to kind of mean mug ourselves a little bit. Um, I'm trying to work on, but that. <laughs> but here's the thing: here's where that transformation comes in. But when you, but when you speak to us, are we speaking? Are we speaking Christ? Are we speaking love? Are we speaking joy? 
right? That's where the transformation, that's where the renewing comes in. You want to wear your baggy pants, you know, wear your baggy pants, right? As long as it's not out of rebellion. But, <laughs> but it's how, you know, how we treat others, how we begin to change our, change our thought processes. Because when our thought processes change, our life process changes. Correct. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, um, and, and so that's that's where the scripture is really kind of kind of grabbing a hold of, is you know you don't conform you don't conform to what the world is doing. Uh, this is a big problem in church a lot of times, right? We wanna we wanna be hip, we wanna be cool, we wanna relevant. be relevant, we wanna you know we wanna have the coolest music just like the world. Well, sometimes that's not a problem but it is a problem if you're doing it because you're just trying to be like the world right if that's the main thing then it's a problem it's uh we had a conversation one time with a young kid who who raps and his second his second kind of mixtape slash album uh he was cursing in it right so me and jay had talked about it and we're like you know we should talk to him and so one (laughs) one day at the service I just went in. Like, I went all in, right? <laughs> I didn't even wait. Jay was like, I thought we were going to wait to talk to him. I'm like, hey, we're going to do it now. <laughs> and as we're talking to him, you know, he made this statement. He says, he said, I, I, I cursed because I wanted to be um, familiar. And when he said that, both me and Jay went, skirt, skirt, what? <laughs> it's like the needle just stopped on the record. Um, you see, that's an example of conforming to the world. Yes. Right. When you when you as a believer try to do things because you say you want the world to somehow connect or you want the world to. Well, if they hear me cursing, then they're going to see gonna, you as one of them to see you as one of them. Good word. Boom. Or they, you know, <laughs> oh, well, I, if they hear me cursing, then they'll listen to what I have to say. So that's conf- that's conformity. And Jesus never did that. Right. Right. Um, <laughs> so that's the example of what it means to conform to the world. When you, when you try to change yourself so that the world will seem so the world will look at you as being familiar right so in renewing your mind right <coughs> non-believers can't do that because they they're non-believers right right they are they're non-believers so they can't discern spiritual truth right you could find a reference to that in 1 Corinthians 2:14 Right? The gospel is a call for the unbeliever to repent of his sin and embrace Christ by faith. Right, As we've mentioned many times here, repentance means that we have a changing of our mind. Right, We change our mind. So our thinking, the, the way our thought processes must also be transformed from old ungodly ways into new godly ways. Right, So what we know in our minds to be true forms a conviction in our hearts of that truth. And that conviction in our hearts translates into action, you know. And, and and I reference this around the fact that when Paul teaches in Ephesians about the the armor of God, I always found it fascinating that it's the helmet of salvation, right? So it's the helmet protects your head, protects your your brain, your mind, and it's the helmet of salvation. It's not the the helmet of wisdom. Right, it's Correct. not the the helmet of godly thinking. It's the helmet of salvation. So I'm gonna let that sink in a little because when your mind that, that's the thing, right? When your mind t- starts processing ungodly things, then 
those ungodly things that start in your mind go into your heart and end up in your hands. Right, because right. you, you know, you, or out your mouth, right, or out your mouth, right. <laughs> so it's your mouth. It's the helmet of salvation. So we have to renew our minds, keep our thoughts the way. I, again, I'll repeat it again. Philippians four eight and nine. Keep our thoughts on things above. Yeah, that's like um. So yeah, so when like when Jay said talking about repentance, right? The, the idea is when you repent, right? He said you do that one a. I was uh, as an aside, they were showing a video at church a couple weeks back, and this kid said that. When he came to Christ, it was amazing, and he did a three sixty in his, with his life. And I was sitting, I started laughing. I'm like, "So you back to so the you, way you, you were?" You're back. <laughs> I don't know if anybody caught it. Nobody caught it, but I was just, I thought it was. I mean, I know what he meant. I just thought it was hilarious because yeah. I've said, I've said those things too. So I, I, I laugh. <laughs> I laugh not because I think I'm better. I laugh because I've been there, <laughs> and I still say dumb stuff. Um, right. So when you repent, you do that one eighty, right? But a lot of times, what a lot of us. We, we, we repent, we do the 180, but we keep our minds going in the same direction that we were headed. Right. And so it's, it's everything. We think that, oh, it's my life, but it's like your mind has to follow. Because if your mind doesn't follow, then ultimately it ends up dragging your life right back to the direction you were headed to. Um, so that's, that's it's so, so very important that, um, that we you know, like kind of this, you know, like the helmet of salvation. I mean, your mind, your mind, your mind, your mind, your mind um, is ultimately um, the thing that kind of guides how you end up um, living your life as a believer. You know, so if yeah. you don't transform or if you only transform part of your mind, then you do then you do things like, well, I'm going to. You know, I'm going to, it's like this over-exaggeration that me and Jay always like to use. Like, oh, well, <laughs> I'm a believer, but I'm going to go to the strip club because I'm going <laughs> to give them like a, a track with a dollar that I, pu- that I put in their G-string. Oh, my God. Right? Like, that's it's like a really crazy example, right? And, and I and we mm-hmm. use it for a reason because it's so crazy, right? Yeah, it's so outlandish. So outland- outlandish. Oh. Very good word. I got two tonight. Yeah. Right. So, so how do you replace the world's way of thinking? Right. So, you. you Good question, Jay. How do you replace? I'm gonna flip that. I'm 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 gonna flip that on you. Right. Well. Well, how do you, Jay? You replace the world's way of thinking by with God's truth. Right. So. And where do you find that truth, Jay? The truth is in in the Bible. It's in His Word. Right. Transformation through a renewed mind come as. We as believers expose ourselves to God's word through faithful teaching of it each week at church. Yes, go to church. Go to church. Get some word, right? Personal Bible study. Yes. Read your Bible. Uh, open up the Bible or, app. Or and, have it and read to you. follow a plan, right? And then group Bible study. And, and I want to add there, you know, li- li- listening to the Overflow podcast. And listening week. to the Overflow podcast. <laughs> a solid church that believes in preaching the word. Like it goes up to the article you were saying. Right, preaching the word, reading the word, and singing the word is invaluable in helping us renew our minds. Right, there's no magic formula, right? No 12 step program. We have to fill our minds with God's word, and that way, you know, it'll it'll help us renew our thinking, renew renew our actions, and renew our minds to 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 God's way of thinking, to thinking on on. On, on good things, on, on high uh, things. Yeah, I mean, and, there, and you know, um, it's like a thing, I, I, and I picked this up from my... my Everything's got to be vertical. Vertical. Going back to that. Yikes. 
Uh, it's like I picked this up from my dad, and I've mentioned it before, but I think it's such a such a simple little mantra, I guess, a little saying. Right. You know, it's, uh, you know, read the word, pray the word, do the word. You know, you want to you wanna renew your mind, just start with that. Read the word, pray the word, do the word. One, one of the things that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to start doing um, a lot more uh, in this coming year for myself is... Uh, and I, and I did it this morning. I thought, oh, it was, it was I can't believe I, hadn't, I haven't done it before. So if you have the Bible app, you know, it gives you a verse of the day. Here's a real simple way, right? Open up the verse of the day and then click on read all. And just read that chapter that the verse of the day comes in. Or like this morning, what I did was I hit play. And while I was getting ready, while I was getting ready for work, the Bible app, it just read the scripture and I just listened to the scripture being read. You know, that's that's a simple step. You know, you could do a plan. That's dope, yeah. Right? You could do a plan and plans are great. I tend to have a hard time with plans. You know, so I got so I was thinking like, well, what can I do? You know, and actually I picked this up from uh, Mark Driscoll um, where he said, look, you know, take the verse, open it up and just read the chapter. So you imagine if you do that every day, you're going to read a good chunk of the Bible yeah. by the end of the year. By the end of the year. That's you true. know, open up, <clears throat> hit play in your car as you're driving to work. I mean, it'll take a couple of minutes. It'll just take a minute. <laughs> and there's there you've 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 had the word and then pray on what that word says. I have a hard time praying. I, my brain's all over the place. So I was telling you earlier, I found a, a journal app in the Google Play Store. I put it on my Chromebook. And so. My goal is every day just to type out my thoughts, my prayers. That's good. And maybe even even what whatever I see, you know, rereading that scripture and just whatever pops up. Because for me, like to just to be quiet and pray, my brain is all over the place. I get twenty thousand thoughts, but when I start typing, I focus. And man, I'll type, I'll type two pages. Yeah, of just of like you know, just me talking to God and coming back and circling around and thinking other things that tie into that. So those are just really simple things to help us kind of take those steps to do what? To renew our to minds. Renew our mind. Because you got, like Jay said, you have to read the word. You have to pray the word. You have to, <coughs> that's what I said. You have, to, you have to read the word. <laughs> pray the word. Pray the word, word. Do the word. You have to be in fellowship with others. You know, scripture tells us iron sharpens iron. You got to be in church. You got to be hearing those messages. Um, and if you need some supplemental, man, look up. There's tons and tons of, John Piper's got uh, a podcast of, of his messages. The Village Church with Matt Chandler. All, all kinds of people so that let you me, can find. Let me, read, let me read to close. Let me to read conclude. Philippians 4, 8 and 9. Right? It says, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think on these things. Right. So think you do that with what? With your mind. Right. So you want to renew your mind, get into your word. Right. Jesus says in um, in John 17, 17. It says, sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. Right. So get into your Bibles. As 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 Joaquin said, you know, there are Bible plans, Bible reading plans. You know, start a Bible study group with your friends who maybe also want to get into or have 
problems yeah. like reading the Bible. Right? Just find that one person. Do one it, person. All you need is one person. Group. You know, go to Starbucks, read Bible, talk about it, right? And um, and allow this practice to renew your mind. And once your mind is renewed and it's on and it's thinking and it's and it's and it's processing on godly things, then you will see how your walk becomes closer. It gets deeper. And you'll see that it's easier for you to respond in love rather than react the way the world will tell you to react to certain things. Yeah, and and yeah, I mean, and I think that's pretty much it. You know, um, how you know it'll you know how to react or how not to react. Um, you know, and how to how to treat your friends, how to treat your spouse, how to treat your girlfriend, how to treat your boyfriend, what what you know, your relationships. You know, all of these things are affected. Your work, all of these things are affected. Right. Um, when I'm when our mind is, you know, we stop complaining as much because I love to complain at work. <laughs> I need to renew my work. Mind. So, yeah. So, uh, how you want to how do you want to end this, Jay? So, what's the title again? I I need to pull this up here. So, week one of New Year, New You, a new way of thinking. Right. Let's put into practice starting this weekend. Right here in Atlanta, we're supposed to have Snowpocalypse too. Instead of murmuring and being angry about it, right? You know, let's 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 put into practice that thinking process of you know thanking God for the snow, thanking God for the day off, because some of us might get days off for work or, oh. or, or early release or whatever. You know, because if if the snow gets as bad as it does and we're stuck at home, then it's perfect. It's a perfect opportunity to spend time with your family. Right to grow as a family, grow with your spouse, you know. So it's it's there are a lot of a lot of ways that you can react and respond <clears throat> positively as Christ would to certain situations, rather than always with the "woe is me, woe is me." Oh, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. Which is right. how the world responds. Correct. So, so put that into practice. So put that into practice. Remember, and I'll, and I'll end it like this before we hit our. <clears throat> oh, and I just want to say that the inst- the. Uh, I meant to say this at the very beginning, but the instrumental that we're using for our outro and intro bumpers, or intro outro bumpers, was by our buddy Angel, who, As listens, always. who listens to us faithfully. Thanks, Angel. You're a peach. <laughs> You're a so peach. next week, what's the top topic for next week? Uh, Do you know off the top of your head? I don't remember off the top of my off head. Off the top of the head, the topic for next week will have to do with a new me and a new you. Well, a, a new, it's... <laughs> somebody's new. It's the same. We're going to stay on the same new year, new me. And next week, we're going into transformation of the heart. Transformation of the heart. chapter, Chapter two. Excellent. So, guys, we love you. Remember, as always, leave us comments. Tell us you like us, you love us, you're indifferent to us. And we will talk to you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening. Remember to head on over to thisisoutcry.com for more content. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or Stitcher.